0: welcome 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 to the mouthpiece a wrestling podcast with your boy dairy lips and normally at this point i would introduce geo but geo is away so the show must go on and today i bring a very good friend of mine damo how are you sir
1: i'm very good yep yeah, very good thank you for having me on um oh. should be interesting
0: yeah thanks for thanks for stepping in because geo is off i think spending money in las vegas
1: I mean there's you know. not really a better place to go and spend your no, money.
0: No, I guess not. I guess not. Priorities, priorities. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, it's been quite a week. Obviously, uh we had the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> um which was part of Backlash. Um uh it was alright. I I don't know. We'll go through it um because it was it was alright. It felt I think overall for me it felt like a good episode of Raw or Smackdown.
1: Yeah, that's 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 fair to say.
0: I think that's it. But we'll start with the the pre-show, which was the United States Championship, which was Apollo Cruz against Andrade. Now I actually watched this on my phone while I was on my way back to start watching it. I was on a train, um, so I didn't get too much of it. But what was your what, what did you think?
1: Um, it, w- it was it was not right match to be fair. Um, probably I'd have preferred to have seen it on the main card and go a bit longer because I think both of them. They, they do tell quite a good story in the ring. Um, interesting to see Owens interject himself into it to even the odds, despite being someone that wanted the title. Um, so it'd be strange to see how it plays um, out.
0: Like leaning to maybe like Owens turning heel or something, like turn on Hugh on Cruz, like because I haven't really got like apart from Rollins, who else is there? And Lashley, I suppose, is probably coming up as a heel, but
1: yeah, I think. It... Owens works better as a heel, in my opinion. Um, and I think the, that sort of like upper mid cards missing a good heel to sort of take the ball by the horns and bridge yeah, that gap. because
0: guy. They're going backwards and forwards with this Andrade and Garza thing. They're obviously going yeah. to a split. So my guess is one of them will try and be face. Um, they're obviously going to hit yeah. each other at some point. Cause they I, I sort
1: of get it, the impression but... from what they've done with him. They're looking at Gaza as sort of like that, sort of like Latino Heat style character. He's always mm-hmm. constantly flirting. Um, yeah, it's a yeah,
0: it's maybe an odd one. he's you know Gaza's actually put on some good. Match. He's actually taken the chance quite well in that suspension of Andrade. He's actually I can't imagine him going anywhere else but Raw now. So we'll have to yeah. see. But I'm pleased for Apollo Cruz. I like this push of Apollo Cruz. I think if it leads to a match with Owens, that would be nothing but good for Cruz, even if he loses it. But I think, um, yeah, I think it's working well. Work. Just be interesting with what angle it goes, so we just don't see the yeah. same matches over and over and over. Um, yeah, because
1: like like I say, matches wise, it's great. Apollo Crews, I think, is benefiting from the fact that Vegas really got on the mic. Owens is really good on the mic. He's a bit bland, and I think working with these guys has really helped his character push on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So then, obviously, that was the pre-show. Then it kicked off. And it started with the, the women's tag, uh, which. Uh, um,
1: uh. Uh, yeah, my thoughts exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. wasn't great. No. It wasn't long. Yeah, just I, I, I don't think Bailey and Sasha need it. Like, they don't need this. Like, I would, I would have put it on the Iconics. Like, they've come back and they're just eating defeats. And, you know, like, I know they're not the most talented, but they're an actual tag team you know, and they're nothing but a tag team. I just They didn't really get, they didn't really have anything to do when they won the titles at WrestleMania because they didn't know what they was doing with the tag team titles, you know, so.
1: I think the big issue with the women's tag division is the Iconics are the only real tag team. So Bliss and Nikki Cross have sort of just ended up together and it it was always Bliss is going to turn on Cross and as yet it's not happened. Sasha and Bailey again, just sort of work together one of them's going to turn on the other it's just a case of when um but he, you look at the other tag teams like we had Asker and kairi saying which was really good obviously now that's separated because asuka's the champion and i don't see them doing the same with Asker and kairi saying as they've done with bailey and banks where they mm-hmm. have them work in two championships
0: yeah and the thing is i think what would be interesting is seeing nxt uh tomorrow because obviously they're being defended on NXT. And I think course, it's time yeah. that they get them involved because there's a lot of women down there. I mean, like, there's a yeah. lot of women through the Performance Center and NXT and NXT UK that they could make start making a new tag team. Like, I think it was good that the title was being defended there. I'm hoping there'll be a good match. Um, uh, I
1: actually, I, I really like know. Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart as a tag team as well. Like, mm. they've got styles that complement each other. Again, yeah, they've just been pushed together um, as part of the... F- the feud with um, oh, okay. Dakota Kai and Raquel, but
0: Naya it's,
1: 2.0, yeah, but she's sort of like a cross between Naya and Tamina, isn't she?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I like the the, the way their in ring styles complement each other, and yeah. I don't know if they will put the titles on but it had it'd work it'd be better than what we've got at the minute
0: yeah and i think it's been forgotten that these titles can be like defended anywhere like yeah it's, yeah you know it's good that they've gone to nxt i mean i know oscar and uh kairi went to nxt and defended them so be interested to see what happens on on wednesday but yeah i think i think it's just get it on the iconics make a few new tag teams but from hmm. a match point of view it wasn't that great um, no and yeah it was
1: yeah good. the ending was just a bit eh as well
0: yeah with a roll-up pin like all right yeah um then it rolled into uh jeff hardy sheamus now this has probably been some of the most uncomfortable tv i've watched in a long time but i thought they put on quite a match like uh, it was great
1: i i really enjoyed the match and when uh, when I was thinking looking through the matches before and I was like, as much as I kinda of want like Hardy to have that moment, you know, he's just come back, have that sort of like climb the ladder and saying, Look, I've beat this, I've also beat Seamus and I wanted Seamus to win because I think it benefits Seamus more. Like he's sort of just had a bit of a rough run since coming back and like, Oh, I'm sick of all these little guys getting everything, you know.
0: Mm.
1: But he's sort of just been a bit of a bit of a joke. The way he's yeah, being booked been really
0: booked, If Seamus is is fully fit and healthy and able to go, like, Seamus is one of the best. Like, he's, yeah, he's like, he, so you could,
1: you could see him up against your Strowman's, your Wyatt's, um, brains if and when he's back, like, he wouldn't look out of place oh. in the title run. Whereas, Jeff Hardy, he, he was never won for a title run for me in the first place, and now I'm like, mm, you know. I agree with Seamus a little bit. He's been given opportunity after opportunity and he's thrown them all away.
0: Yeah, and the, but the thing is, WWE love him.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, he sells merch. Small
0: guy, you know, with issues. Like, Jeff Hardy, is. it breaks the mold of what normally succeeds. Like, Jeff yeah. Hardy can pretty much do no wrong in their mind. Like, stuff he's been through and the stuff he's done to keep coming back and being booked in... High-profile matches, like, fighting Sheamus is, is a big deal. Like, it's a big yeah. match. Hardy versus Sheamus. You know, he had Hell in a Cell against Randy Orton before. You know, like, they'll book Hardy in pretty much anything. So, but, yeah, Sheamus winning was the right thing to do from yes. a story point of view. I thought the mid-air bro kick on the outside was just awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. Scary. Um, But, yeah, it was the right result and a really good match. I mean, they really did go for it. Seeing that they've both been out for a while, you know, um yeah i thought they looked they looked really really good they looked really really good and they got some good time to really go for it as well you know yeah um one thing got,
1: is... during the match on commentary they kept mentioning that Hardy, you know shaking the ring rust, and it didn't look like either of them really had it they both yeah. looked yeah. fresh and ready to go which just made it work even even more
0: yeah yeah 100 and it's um and it's good to have them both back actually if they can both stay healthy and stuff then you've got good yeah. mid card to main card you know, you could put them both in a title match to like keep champion busy. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it's good to see them both back. Um, and then we led into the women's championship, which was Oscar and Nia Jax. Um, oof. Uh, mm. Again, weird end. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. an end like that. Um, a double countout. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that was. Uh, I don't know what it achieved. Uh, at all i mean to be honest all, all the matches up until like and so far it's just been much of a muchness i mean it wasn't yeah. bad but the end kind of spoiled it and that seems to be like the yeah like
1: team. i i think with that match double count out the only way for me that could have worked in the way i think they wanted it to work was if they'd sort of like absolutely destroyed each other outside the ring and neither of them were able to get to the feet, you know, and then it sort of led to something from there. But Oscar was in the ring just after the ten, and it's like, what? What did that achieve? Like,
0: yeah, and neither she, of them looked strong. They like, both look a little hip bit silly. off the ep- apron, like at the end as well. And she looked like she yeah. was frustrated. It just, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look right. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a bit of a nothing, nothing match. But I'm guessing it's to keep Oscar Champ and keep, keep Nia strong. Yeah, whatever they do with Nia. Like, yeah. She'd do it for The Rock, because I think that's why she's injuring everyone. Um, <laughs> and then speaking of nothing matches, then it was the nonsense that is Braun versus Miz and Morrison. Ugh, it...
1: I think for me this says it all that the highlight of this match for me was um hey 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 ho ho the
0: music video
1: the, that, the music video and like so that was shown at the beginning of the pre-show uh-huh. um, and I enjoyed it then but to watch it there I enjoyed it even more the second time and it's terrible but that was the most enjoyable part of this match for me
0: yeah and um, I think what spoiled it as well is they announced at the beginning that whoever pins the champ will be the champ. They won't be co-champs and so at that point you know what's going to happen like and it's exactly what happened Miz pulled him off um as they do in every match like that and as soon as that was known that there will be no co-champion you know it was just going to create a tension and you knew how this match was going to end like one of them was going to pull the other one off and yeah like they did so
1: yeah like it's it's a weird one because if they'd have been hinting, you know, like a breakup in the in the relationship between Miz and Morrison, leading to something down the line, it might have been able to play it off that they'd have argued over it. Like, but I see them being together for a while because there's not really anything else for either of them to do yeah, at the minute. No point in um, not like it.
0: with the Usos yeah, out and stuff, they you
1: know yeah, you but I think point. that I think morrison coming back was great because you know when he was hit around the first time he put on match after, like his matches were always like a highlight reel the man just does things in the ring that no one can dream of mm, but he's great i think yeah, it,
0: morrison's great
1: but i think it stifles the Miz
0: because yeah yeah i don't see, I see a
1: program that. for either of them without the other
0: yeah exactly because if they did split them they'd fight each other and then what like yeah the Intercontinental title being on Styles kind of elevates that quite high. Um I mean, I would like to see Morrison v. Styles. That's like no lie. Yep. I would like to see yeah, that. Yeah, would but, be. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't see the point of this. This is, it was such clearly filler and it kind of just, you know, because obviously The Fiend is back this week. He's back on yes. Friday. Um, wow. So I'm guessing this was just done while he was off playing... Father, you know, yeah, Um, yeah. I just feel like they could have maybe put somebody else in that position, like an up and comer, instead of Miz and Morrison. And then as soon as it was like no co champions, you're like, well, I know how this is going to end, and it ended just like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, it was garbage. Probably the worst match of the night for me, because just because it made no sense, it didn't make any sense. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but then solid championship match of Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley exceeded um,
1: my expectations
0: yes yes this is the lashley we wanted when he first come back this lashley is how he should have been booked immediately um the i like the fact problem. that he's gonna put an end to the lana nonsense so the end didn't upset me because no. for lashley to be taken seriously as we spoke about last week me and Gio, we said uh that, that stench of that whole storyline has to go yeah and so lana has to be out of the picture and lashley needs to move forward with mvp and what potentially looks like somebody else after watching roy yesterday um yeah i just I, but the match was really good they worked really well together it was a fight you know yeah um and the end kept lashley quite strong because it wasn't his fault you know So yeah. i'm uh yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it, and I I think it will continue. Dude.
1: Yeah, from start to finish, it made both look strong. So you had to see Lashley attacking before the bell. Drew refusing to admit defeat because mm-hmm. they could realistically that match could have been called off before it even become a thing. But we'll have to come to that to it on another match. And yeah, so Lashley fighting back, showing the we've all, sorry, Drew fighting back, showing the we've all, but Lashley refusing to stay down, and then obviously the interference. Been the the big key and the big twist. I just think, yeah, really good match. I didn't expect much from it because um, I thought, mm, do I want Lashley to win the title decision? Probably not, because I think it's too soon to take it off Drew. But I don't want Lashley to get squashed and look rubbish and yeah. But I, I was really impressed with the match.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, teasing getting rid of the Lana thing, just mm. ending that and letting him move forward. Like I feel like MVP and him. It's a really good pairing. Um and if they if they get the raw guy I just yeah, I, I feel like it's going places for Lashley. They just need to deal with that Lana thing quick, which they kind of did on Raw. Like he did ask for a divorce on Raw. So I'm guessing that's just gonna be let's move on and get her out the out the picture and let them move forward. So um I mean, he did call her a, a thought as well, MVP. Yeah. I. I... Was <laughs> there, there was a few 20 things that was... Worldwide? <laughs> Just, was... Okay.
1: I woke up this morning to some really random things that had been said, and I was like,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a really good match. Again, got decent time, and yeah, they put on a fight. It was a fight until the end, and the end makes sense because everyone wants that end. Everyone wants that over, wants her out the picture, and let Lashley carry on doing what he's doing. So,
1: yeah. Uh, it yeah. just makes him a bit more of a serious threat. And like you say, it washes away that awful stuff from before.
0: Yep. So, at this point, everything was pretty decent. Relatively forgettable. I don't, I don't think anything was going, wow. And then we got Street <laughs> Profits and the Viking Raiders, which can only be described as a fiasco. Like, I have no idea what that was. Now, I have been all for the cinematic stuff. But I have no idea what that was. Like it was pointless. (laughs) It was. I I, I have no idea.
1: I wish I could shed some light on it, but like I've got nothing.
0: Yeah, I just I don't understand. It wasn't booked as like some kind of fools count anywhere match or anything. I mean, I'm not sure. Did they all get eaten by an alligator? Like.
1: I was reading somewhere that apparently it could have been a Loch Ness monster. And I'm like, why is there a Loch Ness monster living in a garbage thing in Orlando? Like, that's not know. the Loch Ness.
0: I just don't know. Like, no. I have to say, oh. them going through the glass door was wow. Like, yes. Was, that, that was, was the wow. only
1: bit that I think, yes.
0: Yeah. I sat up at that point, and then I'm thinking, all right, so then they're going to go into this parking lot and have a fight. And as they did that, a bike load of ninjas appeared, led by Tazawa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't say it. I don't know. Um, and then a really tall ninja who I think is that basketball player. At it that they. Really yes. Yeah. It, don't ask me to say his name. Skipped. He's skipped NXT. They've just he's skipped it. Oh, uh, so he's not doing he... it. Um, but yeah, and then and then he appeared, and then there was a bit like he called for his turkey leg, like he was Thor. I don't know. It ended in a dumpster and I think that probably is how it rates itself, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't need and- to give it anything. I mean, it's the worst cinematic thing I've seen them do.
1: Yeah, th- I think what makes it even more frustrating is the match they put on in NXT was one of the better better tag team matches I've seen in a while. Um, and that just sort of it's, just, it's the ter- there was talk of a bit back, obviously them turning revival into a bit of a comedy skit tag team, and what they've done instead is turned the only two really popping tag teams aside from New Day into a co- into comedy skit tag teams. All right,
0: like Viking Raiders should not be anywhere near this. Street Profits maybe get away with it. Yeah, that personally what they're doing to Viking working. Raiders is is ridiculous i mean that's just not it just doesn't work for me i'm just not enjoying seeing it um i just don't know what happened with that because like all of a sudden there, like an alligator appeared and then there was an advert for like the wwe shop and i'm like oh is is that it then because the ref comes like your match is next yeah and there was no match and you're like what what is what has just happened like we were in discord talking at this point and I don't think any of us understood. Like, I've loved all the cinematic stuff. I thought Money in the Bank was great. The, the WrestleMania stuff was great. I even I didn't mind the parking lot thing with Cole and um and Dream, but this was terrible. Was was really bad. And trust WWE to be like, oh, everyone's liking cinematic. I I know what we'll do. We'll just give them something terrible. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, and- but
0: it's good to see Tazawa on telly. I I maybe I'll, I'll take the small. Wins out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just give Tazawa something to do.
1: It's made even more frustrating. They announced it like two hours before the kickoff show went live. And it's like, well, that, that created a bit of buzz. We're finally going to get to see the match. And then that. And I'm like, I'm oh, disappointed. Very disappointed.
0: Yeah, it was just weird. Um, right. And then the whole point pretty much of Backlash was about one match. Um. The greatest wrestling match between Edge and Orton. And that was literally what this show was about. Like all the rest was pretty much pre show stuff. And as such, now, it's, 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 I think what's most frustrating, as we knew it was going to be, is that they, these two got saddled with this greatest wrestling match tagline. And no one actually expected them to deliver the greatest match of all time. And they didn't.
1: It's not something that we've ever expected from either of them as wrestlers. Like I've, n- we've never had Randy Orton build as being this great wrestler. He's, look at me wrong. He's a brilliant entertainer, and what he does in the ring is fantastic. Same with Edge, but you don't think of them to and think five star.
0: Yeah, the thing is, if if they hadn't have booked it as that, if they hadn't given it his tagline, and if they had just built it to be with just a normal build. And we thought they might give us, like, a decent 20-minute match. And then we got this 45-minute epic. If it hadn't been built like that, the match right now would be discussed as match of the year. Yes. Like, it was a really great wrestling match. But they, uh, WWE had screwed themselves. Edge and Orton didn't mess this up. Like, if it had just been... Those two hated each other and we thought we were going into a 20-minute match and it was just a normal match. Edge's first match in the ring, blah, blah, blah. It would be a very different conversation. But because of the hype, um, this insistence on this stupid hype that no one believed for a second, no one believed they were going to do it, actually undermined what was a really, really good match. You know, their camera work, I think, you know... I, if was, it was, was normal circumstances in front of a live crowd, the match probably would have been down as five star because, from a wrestling point of view and a kick out point of view, and them doing there was rock bottoms and pedigrees and unpretiers and sharpshooters and like what? Like, but because we had been told this is going to be the greatest match ever, like ugh, they spoiled it themselves, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: but you did call it. With at the beginning, Demo did say <laughs> in before Edge, Orton, low blow and punt kick, and then loads of heart eyes. What happened at the end? <laughs> a sneaky just low a blow that, and a punt.
1: <laughs> so I just, I just had a feeling that the way that the every, like they built Orton, and he, he's hinted at it a few times over the last sort of six to nine months, but never gone through with it. And I was like, this is gonna be it. This is where we're gonna get. The real heel, Orton, back. Like this is where Orton will go to his darkest place, and we will get the Randy Orton that we enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed the most, like Orton that was going around punting people and just trying to end people's careers.
0: I think was a very good Randy Orton. Punted Steph. That one was. Yeah. I think for me, Orton is maybe the greatest heel of all time. I think he'd be in the conversation for me. I, like, I'm, I I'm not going to disagree on that. Yeah. I, if you think heel, think Orton. Yeah. Like, he, he would be in the conversation. People would be like, well, who's your greatest favorite heel? Orton would be mentioned at some point by most people. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm really upset for them because I really thought it was a really great match. And if it had just been built differently, WWE screwed themselves. I think the camera work didn't help. I think the stupid tagline didn't help. Um, <laughs>
1: horrible crowd pump noise
0: like we didn't need that we're used to empty arenas we didn't need the crowd noise if this had been at wrestlemania when we weren't really expecting like what oh my god what we're gonna see maybe you know yeah we're used to it now i just yeah that is a shame because under normal circumstances and in different build we would be talking about how great a wrestling match that was you know if we had yeah. gone into that, as I said, thinking we're about to just get a normal twenty-minute match, we would have been sat here very, very different. Because like the forty-five-minute epic thing we got from a wrestling point of view was great, but we it had everything really, like, that you needed. Yeah, like, but
1: that was the that first time during the interview up, right? that was like sat up, like I'm in, I'm, I'm into this at last. Like when it's taken road. this Everyone long.
0: Pulled the rock bottom though. I was like, what?
1: <laughs>
0: like, yeah. yeah. Doing a rock bottom, like what? <laughs> Yeah, I, that, yeah great. That, that was
1: odd for me because it was like they were doing like edge was doing typically face style things so obviously he did the sharpshooter Bret hart he did the free amigos orton with a pedigree but then the rock bottom like it was i don't know it was, yeah. it was an odd it was
0: like it was like mr spear then edge hit the prettier, and yeah then there was a pedigree then it was a rock bottom then edge had a sharpshooter and then there was Mr. Punt, two spears, really late kick out for Morton as well on that one. Yes. It was just, it was really, really great. I mean, it was a mid air RKO, another two count. You know, like, as I say, it was like New Japan kind of kick outs, kicking out of everything. And I yeah. feel a bit sorry for them because they actually did put on a five star match, but it had been built so very, very wrong. Um, which it was, made, it was... which made no sense to me.
1: Yeah. Like, the the billing of it made me worry about it because it's like edge hasn't been around for for forever he's had you know 15 minutes at the royal rumble yeah they had that um matchup mania but it wasn't anything that was ever gonna like push edge in terms of like stamina and fatigue and things like that and i was worried that this could be it but now it it was a really good match just shame that the billing
0: yeah wwe screwed themselves oversold it yeah, because otherwise we'd be talking about it very very different if we hadn't yeah. had all that stupid tagline we'd be talking very different about that match um, but during that match Edge um, actually tore his tricep which is very disappointed but obviously this stuff happens um, he's already been operated on from what I've read yeah on so it's like four to six months recovery they say but from the tight tricep stuff I remember do you remember when Cena was meant to be out for like that length of time, but he come back at the rumble. So hopefully a speedy recovery. Um if the operation's gone well, I'm guessing it's just rehab time and it, yeah, hopefully he'll be back. They're saying four to six months, but I'm hoping it might be sooner. I'm guessing they'd like it for SummerSlam. Um but that led Orton obviously started raw last night about that. I, I thought the funny like when he was like edge will be cleared in July twenty twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> <like, okay>. um, <laughs> I was
1: reading it this morning on my phone and it cut at July and I was like surely not. And then when it loaded I was like twenty twenty nine, I was like, okay. I was like, if he's gonna be cleared that quick, gonna confirmed operation, like what is this man made of? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um but it was good because it did bring out uh Christian back. Um and there was a bit of back and forth and obviously Orton dropped the one more match thing back to him. Like for me, one Christian's best feud was when he was doing the one more match stuff with Orton back in the day yeah. when he was going for the title. Like I thought that was Christian at some of his best. Um, but they were a bit of back and forth and it led to Orton offering Christian an unsanctioned match for later on and that the offer would expire by the end of the night. Um, and then Raw pretty much was a rinse and repeat of everything we saw on Backlash, except for the Viking Raiders and Street Profits got to fight the ninjas again. And they cleared house with the ninjas and everyone got tossed aside. Then there's a big ninja. And then who hits? (laughs) They call out (laughs) the Big Show on a face turn. Because last time we saw Big Show, he was trying to fight Drew McIntyre after WrestleMania. So he was healed last time we saw him. This time he's a face. Standard Big Show. Do you think they do it as a joke now?
1: They must they know what they're doing.
0: As a wind-up. Because, like, I mean, I watch his show on Netflix just to wait and see when he turns heel on his family. Um, <laughs> because that's clearly going to happen. Like, it's big show. But, yeah, he, he's back as a face. Um, Tazawa like, worked his ninja back. Um, I like that they're using Tazara. Like I, I, like, I like that. Because I like Tozawa. He's a very good performer. Um, I just, I I hate this stuff. I just it was for me, and it was crap. The whole part was crap because I wanted maybe to see the big guy getting big show So I'm thinking, I, right, maybe we could see the big guy do something, but he did nothing, and it just if they if they're seriously trying to book him as like some scary monster ninja don't do it in comedy sketches you know like Tazawa didn't seem to be taking it seriously like the street prophets and viking raiders aren't taking anything seriously and you know other than singing along to big shows theme tune no one cares (laughs) Like it was yeah it was (laughs) crap i don't know it was it was it was terrible for me like um and before that there was owens v gaza and it was again. It was just par of the course stuff. Like it matches that. It was one of them. You know, matches that's neither bad or or great. And I was just thinking, oh god. Yeah. Go. But, so yeah.
1: From from what I understand of it, that match was more about creating more friction between Gaza and Andrade than it was about Owens versus Gaza.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I don't want Zelina and Andrade to to break. So my hope is that it's for Gaza's benefit. Play the new Eddie role, which he probably could roll. That uh, do as you say. Like the Eddie role, I think would probably suit him. Um, but yeah, we'll be interesting to see what that is. I like that Owens is in it because it's giving all these guys good matches. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um. Then it was in between all that was the divorce bit. Um. With Lana. So hopefully that will um that will be quick. Just <laughs> get that over with um and then uh seth appeared um seth saying that he really hopes that dominic shows up and um there was like a satellite thing from the from the ring rollins was in the ring and mysterio was via satellite, sa- satellite says he didn't know if dominic was on his way he couldn't stop him he gave seth a warning there was a bit of back and forth with those two and he called Seth crazy in Spanish. So it sounded a lot more serious than the word crazy. Like I just find some Spanish words. Um, they sound like they're crazy, but they're just, you know, they're just a lot more serious and it's just the word crazy. Um, I do enjoy then, that. Do that with Ray. Like just yeah, every yeah. sort of
1: make him say something in Spanish. Cause it sounds a little bit more intimidating and it's like, yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and then Dominic did appear ringside, snuck into the ring, closed Seth from behind, launched him into the steel steps. Um, looked like he knew what he was doing um murphy in theory appeared and he uh he sort of hopped over theory from the apron and ran away uh he sort of tossed i think he tossed murphy out of the crowd as well um so yeah it's good i still think it's gonna lead to dominic joining seth because i'm pretty sure ray mysterio's last match is gonna be against dominic um hmm. I would think that's what Ray wants. I think he's got enough respect at the back from the company to get whatever match he wants. Um, I think they teased it a bit last year with the other Joe stuff, and I think they could do it. I think it would work well. So I'm still expecting Dominic to join Seth. Um, yeah. But it's good to see Dominic starting to get some action because they're really hot on Dominic. Like, everything I read... Is he's going to be a player once he's when, once he's in? Um, I, f- so. I feel like it says
1: a lot about him that he's been involved in like Samoa Joe, Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar. He hit a six one nine on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Now Seth Rollins. So it, it says that he must be doing something right. It's not a case of it's risk, son. Let's let him do it. Like, no,
0: exactly. There's got to be I, some talent there for for them to do it. Like, <clears> other people's sons have been in like Mr. Perfect's son. Look, Curtis Axel didn't really get anywhere um but yeah i still think it will be with dominic being here i just i think that's what it's leading to maybe by SummerSlam. um but we'll see it'll be interesting to see where that goes because i think it fits with the seth gimmick at the moment that he's doing i mean i would like to see seth ray mysterio like i'm not gonna lie i still would like to see that match as well like 100 but um yeah be interesting now that dominic's involved mm-hmm. um and then uh I don't even know um what to to make of the Natalia and Liv Morgan against the iconics um I don't know it as we just <laughs> said, it really exposes the lack of women tag teams when Natalia and Liv Morgan are just tossed together like that you know
1: but absolutely no reason for them to ever be thrown together <laughs>
0: hmm. exactly and it was an easy <laughs> win for the Iconics in like two and a half minutes um mm-hmm. then uh, the iconics called out sasha and bailey saying that they want the title match on raw next week called them cowards and stuff and they actually um they looked quite mean they didn't make the iconics um uh, look like they were stupid um then there was a bit at the back i think big show tried to talk christian out of matches like having the match and stuff um mm. but yeah and then he asked Christian, though, what, what did he say? And show would be like, oh, I thought and said what he said to me. I would knock him out. That makes Christian think, and blah, blah, blah. And Ric Flair's talking to Charlotte on the back, and they're all wooing and stuff. And I think that was the way to get Ric Flair in without expecting us of what came later. Um and then there's there's new music for um <clears throat> for Apollo. And there was a bit that I've clearly missed at some point because mvp had apparently offered apollo some representation um i didn't even know i'd never seen that yeah this was it
1: it was weeks ago um oh really yeah he it was he had a few of them in the vip lounge um, a few wrestlers Hmm. and he offered it then and it was similar like i'm not interested kind of Uh. thing i can do this my own way
0: okay I must have missed that, or I wasn't paying attention because like, <laughs> I was completely lost. I'm like, I, did I did I shut my eyes? What do I? What just? Happened? This is,
1: I mean, this is the first time it's been mentioned since that incident, which makes it easy to forget because it's like, oh well, that's not part of a storyline.
0: Yeah, um, and then Apollo were, took on Shelton Benjamin, um, and I have to say, like watching the match and stuff. Apollo Cruz is finally taking the opportunity given to him. Like he is shining, he's standing on his own. Um, I don't think he, I, you know, at that point, I was thinking, I don't think he doesn't need MVP's help. Like MVP's doing great, and I'm loving MVP's current role. Um, I don't think it would help the growth with how Apollo is um, is working. Like he's doing really, really well, Um, and I think that that needs to be. needs to be continued. Um then there was um some backstage stuff with our truth um like 'cause cuz apparently so our truth put Drew McIntyre's title on the line like if truth get pinned Drew loses his title um I I didn't really pay much attention to that in the backstage bit I must have gone for a smoke when they were making that but um Drew was basically telling him he's got to be serious and blah 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 um And then there was a bit of a recap of Oscar Naya, which is how we got into that match for tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Just a lot of nonsense in the back. There's some carpool karaoke stuff that Big Show was talking about. And you're just like, what what am I watching? Like, what am I watching right now? Um, But finally, we got into uh, Drew and R-Truth versus MVP and Bobby Lashley. Um, Drew... Hit the claymore basically at the end it was a good match like and i think what's um what was really good is our truth is actually like a gem yeah like our truth is a great performer like i know he does all this comedy stuff with the 24 belt and the city talk but you watch him in that match and he puts on a good match like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know he knows what he's doing um yeah, and then, so Is it's basically towards the end, he hit the Claymore on an MVP, and he stopped the pin, and he tagged in Truth, and there was a big toss and splash, and, and Truth got the win. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I actually enjoyed that match. I actually really enjoyed it. I know it was a bit of a um, pointless thing, uh, after Backlash kind of stuff, but I thought it was really good.
1: I'm loving truth getting actual matches like for so long he was just 24/7 champion rolling up in the back and never really doing anything and he is a real wrestler so putting him in even though it's like you say it's, it, the match doesn't actually mean anything you know it's just one of them matches at the throw on putting him in with drew lashley and mvp it's a good spot for him like he's not ever going to be top draw but a good place for him i like, just have him in there as that extra body to yeah
0: I mean, aid in use, the feud use truth for anything like that like he's a lot of fun um, yeah yes yeah, he's fantastic um absolutely fantastic and then um was the backstage bit moving on the rick flair thing again he apologized to christian um orton's top of his game it was a bit back and forth and says thanks rick and you know and then there was <laughs> Bailey and Sasha. So Bailey and Sasha were flapping their gums at the back. It's Bailey's birthday. We're going to celebrate all week. We're going to whoop some booty on Wednesday. Go to SmackDown on Friday. Blah, 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 blah. blah. (laughs) Iconics come in. bit more back and forth. And the slap, though. The slap that Peyton Royce gave Sasha Banks was like, damn. I even, like, you know, with your eyes open, you're like, oh, damn. That's like a proper slap. And then... Bailey in like, anger reaction, like accepted their challenge for next Monday. Um, so that... I don't know if that means that we know they're going to win on Wednesday. That's what annoys me when yeah. the current champs accept a match for Monday for a title match, and you're like, oh, does that mean that Wednesday is just going to be a banger of a match? But you know, it's WWE. We've been surprised before. Not very lately, but there is stuff. Um but yeah I'm interested and then I don't know there was a <laughs> Nia Jacks Oscar match um, they, the thing is this now looks like the way the two matches are finished between Nia. now I assumed that Nia was going to lose or Oscar was going to sneak a win and Charlotte was going to be next but the way these two matches have gone in like so he's double count out and then a roll up my guess is that the feud is going to continue Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think it was going to be anything. Um, I mean, what was interesting is that it was a quick count. Like, so she shoved the ref. Ref says she's crossed the line, and he was about to call for the bell. But Oscar rolled her up, and he did a really fast count. Like, one, two, three. It was, like, special referee stuff. So, (laughs) like... I'm guessing Nia and Oscar is still going to be a thing and it's not going to be Charlotte. See, I was convinced that this was going to be a one-off. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what... Yeah, I don't know. Like, the way the one ended in back- Backlash, like, Oscar looked really upset that she retained her title by double count Looked like she wanted to, like, to win it properly. Why would she yes. then be happy that she won on a fast count and a roll-up? <clears throat> yeah it's you almost know, like it what, didn't make sense
1: it's almost like what naira had been saying like you were handed the championship you need to earn the championship and all that it's almost really? like it got to ask and she was like well actually you know what i, I need to kick your head in um, Yeah,
0: and two matches she hasn't yeah i mean you could say maybe oscar doesn't know that there was a fast count like maybe i just don't know like she's been handed the title and that was kind of the story and she's had a double count out and a fast count as her two defenses just it's yeah. not it's not looking it's not looking good um
1: but then it's like do we have to in, endure another month of this feud and then a match at extreme rules Cause i don't really want that
0: i think i think i still think they're gonna put the title on naya at some point maybe they're just waiting for things to calm down like the hatred of her and it's funny do you know so i was looking at people that have caused injuries right so seth rollins has injured three rob van dam has injured three. Naya is oh. injured Becky and Kyrie Saint. I'd have had it as higher for Van Dam. Yeah, but three main ones. There was like the yeah. Jeff Hardy thing. Remember when he jumped off the cell and like knee Triple H in the throat? Like, yeah oh my god. Um, and he did some stuff to Jeff Hardy. That that was terrible. Like he missed that. He landed on the man's face. Um yeah. But my point is, when that happened, there wasn't hatred for Rob Van Dam. I don't get why why he's such hatred. You know? Like. There have been wrestlers that have injured more people than Nia Jax. Like, I get it. She's dangerous. Like, she needs to calm down. She needs to do a bit more work. I get it. I'm all for it. But she hasn't injured half as many people as others have. And look at Seth Rollins. like, he retired Singh. He hurt Cena. He hurt Finn Balor in that SummerSlam match. You know, they are three big stars. <laughs> like, yeah. Sting, Cena, and Balor. And I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I'm guessing she's gonna be champion at some point. I'm just surprised that-